This is the Horse Radio Network. What a beautiful day for horses in the morning. You are listening to the number one horse podcast in the world. Here's your entertaining look at the horse world and the people in it. Well, good Friday morning, everybody. It is March the 11th, and you're listening to Horses in the Morning on the Horse Radio Network. We have a best of show for you today as uh, Jamie and I are off, actually I am off. Jamie would be working if uh, I wasn't off. But we are going to be getting the studios torn apart and ready for our move to our new house here in Ocala on Monday. So we are going to be doing a best of for you today. And then on Monday, Lisa is going to be filling in for me with Jamie, and you'll have a brand new episode for you then. I apologize for the haphazard week we've had uh, between health issues and and moving. It's been a little difficult, but we got shows out, and we're happy that we're still in your ears and that you're still choosing to listen to us. We really do appreciate that. So today, I thought I'd go back in time, and you know, with everything going on in the world and all the crap that's happening, I thought let's just let's just do a replay of one of our musical episodes we did. We had Jared Rogerson on. He's one of our favorites. We've been having him on for 12 years. He did a special when his new album came out called Branch of the Tree in September of 2019, pre-COVID. He did a special with us, a whole episode about his new album. We played some songs and got caught up with him. So I would just love to play that for you today. To something relaxing and fun before the weekend. You can forget about what's happening in Europe and just... uh Take your mind off of everything happening here as well. So this is uh, a best of. It's Jared Rogerson. It's his new album, Branch of the Tree. And I just hope you enjoy listening in and get a chance to relax for an hour or so. Jamie and Lisa will be back on Monday, and then I'll be back next Wednesday from my brand new studio. I might sound a little different, maybe hollower, maybe better. I don't know. We'll find out uh, on Wednesday. Somewhere between Well, that's right. It is a special musical episode with Jared Rogerson. We haven't done one of these in a while, Jamie. I know. Jared, Jared's going to have to just release an album a year so we can keep doing I these. know. <laughs> we have had him on a few times, though. We had Jared first on back in September of 2011, and then again in July of 2016. And that means his last album came out in July of 2016. Okay, I need more Jared music sooner than that. But we're going to have him on and we're going to play some songs and kind of get like a a little behind the music of Jared Rogerson. You guys, I feel like 2011, I've been a stock, a fan of his (laughs) since that long. I, you know, we found Jared because I, Glenn's like, I want to find somebody who writes songs that have things to do with horses. And I found Jared and I've, I've been a fan ever since. So and um, I think it was Peace, Love, and Horses, actually, that you found first. Damn right. <laughs> <laughs> the song that speaks to me. <laughs> well, I, I th- are we ready to bring him on? Yeah, Glenn? sure. Go ahead. All right. Please welcome Jared Rogerson. Hi, Jared. Hey, guys. It is awesome to be back. Thank you so much. Now, tell everybody 
where you are in the world right now? I am in uh, Pinedale, Wyoming. It's uh, north northwestern Wyoming, the good part with all the mountains <laughs> and everything. Uh, just a couple couple hours drive south east of Yellowstone National Park. I got to tell you that it is an absolutely beautiful area. Every time I drive to Triangle X Ranch in Jackson Hole, I pass the sign that's like the the lonely arrow that says Pinedale this way. Uh, and it is down there. It's like the most beautiful, majestic. I've got to go someday. I'm just going to turn off and, and make the drive. But Jared and I, to be, to be completely upfront, Jared and I, we like know each other. We're like friends at this point because he came and had lunch with me and we finally met after years and years and years. We actually got to have lunch in Wyoming when I was on one of the trips up there. So, um, he's just as nice in person as he sounds on, on the show. So Jared, again, thank you for coming on and congratulations on your new album. Thank you so much. It is, uh, it is overdue. You're right. Now I'm glad to have a new one out for sure. <laughs> now, before we get to the songs, I want tell everybody what you do for a living because it's so incredibly unique to me. Oh, you mean besides play music? Yes, the <laughs> yeah, actual the, living. The, the one that actually pays the bills, Jared. <laughs> well, that could be argued, but uh, <laughs> I, uh, I, I work for the state doing uh, research on elk, Rocky Mountain elk up in the mountains here in Wyoming. Jared was late to lunch with me because he had to deliver a baby elk and then had pictures of it. And I was swooning. It's like (laughs) the coolest. That's right. I did. That was, yeah. Uh, How's that one doing, by the way? Is he good? (laughs) I'm sure he's just (laughs) fine. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. Yep. (laughs) Real big now. (laughs) (laughs) He doesn't have it in the backyard. Uh, (laughs) I'm pretty sure he's like my pet now. So. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so tell us about the new album. It's called branch of the tree. Let's start with the title. You know, I was, uh, I was driving down the road a few years ago and, um, you know, it was, it was a middle of the night on the way back from a concert in some steep Canyon. And I happened to turn on the radio and uh, the only station I could pick up was like the Preacher Channel. You know how that happened. Yeah, you know? exactly. <laughs> that or why the really, that really is... country music. It's one of the That's two. The strongest... why, why, why is that? <laughs> yeah, it, it, it is. So I had no idea how I was getting a signal. But anyways, I, I turned it up. I thought, well, maybe I'll learn something. And this guy, it was Hellfire and Brimstone. And uh, he said one line in there that really, really kind of struck me. And I turned it off and I thought that was kind of cool. In the meantime, I had just found out that we were going to be having a, a little baby boy. And, and at first when I heard that, I, I was all excited. And then I thought, Oh no, because <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I thought I'm going to get everything I deserve, you know, in, in that little kid. And so, so that's kind of where my mind was at the time. So branch of the tree was sort of like the family tree uh, type of thought process there. And uh, you know, justice is coming is, is where that song comes from and so i as yeah so as, as i was putting songs together uh you know that was kind of the title that stuck out that really sort of encompassed kind of all the all the songs on the album sort of that heritage type stuff and really really it was about choice and consequences that kind of follow our choices some are good some are bad but just be honest and, and tell the truth is kind of my approach so you mentioned the family. How is the family? Uh, they're doing great. Uh, 
we're, we're kind of in a, in a similar state that you have been as well. We, we sold our house and we've been living in a tent for all summer long while we're building the new place, uh, which is inside the barn that we built last year. So, <laughs> Okay, let's clarify. I don't think Jamie's ever lived in a tent in her life. So let's just clarify that. Uh, um, if you well, take true. what I do true. and what Jared does, just multiply his by like a million. And that's how much tougher he is than me. Just so you know, And his wife, too, because she's amazing. Because she's up with living in the tent. You're not too, yeah. Well, kids. yeah. Yeah, we're, we're excited. Yeah, in fact, uh, we moved to go camping you know to we sold our house and then began this building thing the day before i left to uh on a, a tour of europe so i was gone and it was like well sorry see you later good luck camping. here's the wood stove it's all yours <laughs> oh my gosh here's that, the shovel she, go dig a hole <laughs> she's utterly amazing you are so lucky to have her <laughs> oh man oh i am yeah for sure jared how many kids do you have now just, just two. We're okay. sticking with that number. Good round number. Okay, yeah. Good. <laughs> I wasn't <laughs> sure. I lost track. You're still well, man to man at each, that yeah. point. Yeah. <laughs> no zone defense. That's right. I got you. Well, let's let's go ahead and get to it. I want to hear the first song. Tell us about right here with us. Uh, you know, this is a song that I started writing uh, when my daughter was probably about three years old and we have a bunch of pictures hanging in the house of, of some of the different adventures we've been on. And I would always kind of pick her up and point at all the different things that, that, uh, uh, her mom and I have done over the years and, and kind of hope, hope to inspire her to, to do things and, uh, and, uh, know that she can grow up and, and any dream she has, she can accomplish. And, and that's kind of a song that I've been working on for a few years. And, Really, it's for both my kids, but I especially want want my daughter to know. You know, my 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 four year old boy already knows he can do anything, but I, mm-hmm. I want my daughter to always remember that she can she can accomplish anything anybody else can. And and at the same time, it's gonna suck for me as a dad because I'm sure gonna miss her. You know, I miss I'm I'm already missing the time that that they were three and four years old and they're getting older, and uh, it's gonna be tough for me too. your daddy in the rodeo there's your mama and i in mexico and here we climb as high as the mountains go pictures hanging low on the wall so you can see him good before you're tall i've come to know dreams are worth more than gold So be who you are, become who you want Don't let the fear of falling keep you on the ground When you lose faith, look up above Cause he put you right here, right here, right here My little bug, go where you want Someday it might seem like I'm trying to hold you back But it's only because I wish you could be forever little sky and a blue green cow hey daddy can i taste a cloud if i jump real high i think i can t- 
touch the sky You teach me how to see the world brand new And I can teach you a few things too And it's just fine if you come around Gosh, Jared. Ugh. Okay, let me pull it together because that was really beautiful. Maybe we should have ended a... with that one. I don't, I don't know. God, <laughs> right? Holy cow! I'm never gonna make it through this episode if they're all like that, Jared. Jeez. Wow, that was really, really good. You know, Lucas asked me to go to college with him. By the way, and I oh. totally am like, yes. When are we leaving? Mm-hmm. Another ten years. I'm that'll be mom. You better not even come to my college. I don't want to see you there. I don't <laughs> want any like, of my friends to see you there. I'm going to OU. It's right down the street, and you can drive me every day. And I was yeah. like, yes. That is how yep, we're going to live. Absolutely. Isn't it amazing how their attitudes <laughs> change from six to twelve? I don't know. We don't years. have twelve-year-olds yet, Glenn. My twelve-year-old's going to love me. Right, Jared. Exactly. I don't know what Glenn's talking about, but <laughs> our babies are going to yeah, love yeah. us forever. <laughs> yeah. And then oh. it's going to be, Daddy, you made me sleep in a tent in the barn. You're cruel. <laughs> Building character, son. They, they are having the summer of their lives. What an adventure. They're the, the perfect age for it, really. And they're so, how old now? Six and four. Oh, four, yeah. Well, everything's yeah. an adventure for a six and a four year old. So you're right. That is perfect. They don't care yeah. if they're dirty and, you That's know, they haven't right. taken a bath in a month. They don't care. I've, I forgot. <laughs> yeah, no that you, Jen and I were pregnant at the same time. So <laughs> it's awesome. Um, yeah. So um, I would, like I said, I was okay till the part where you said, someday you'll need me and I'll be gone. I was like, 
<laughs> oh my god <laughs> i gotta prepare him for life better okay anyway that was right here with us that i think is one of my top top three jared songs of all time okay great well, well i now i need to hear about another one or something well, glenn do we have a commercial well, let, me, let me ask you a question so when you're writing these uh, you know are there ones that just come really quickly and you're done in like a half a day and and that's it gonna record it and be done and then others that take 10 years uh the ones that go quick i mean that's that's pretty rare you can you can come up with a verse or maybe even a chorus really quick, but it's the finishing the song that takes all the blood, sweat, and tears. You know, when I, when I, I knew I was due for an album and uh, because my performance schedule tells me, you know, it seems like the year after I record, record and release an album is uh, the year that, that I'm the busiest and, and kind of on the road the most. And so, so there was that. But then I also have this sort of a, uh, craving to continually you know create new stuff and kind of evolve and and change and so i was really really feeling that but i just didn't have enough songs ready to go so you know what i did i just i booked the studio <laughs> and then and then no, i the had pressure. to you know get 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 all those verses or choruses or that stuff that might have come, come real easy and then just really work real hard and finish these songs and that's uh, I'm kind of a pressure player that way, and that's when their creative juices really, really started flowing. Are the lyrics easier for you, or is the music? What's? Oh man, I don't know. It's it's all different. Uh, I I got into this whole mess because I because of lyrics. I love writing songs, and uh, you know, I, I think I quickly learned that if anyone was gonna gonna hear them, they were gonna have to hear them from me, and. Uh, I think I often sometimes get kind of stuck in the same little generic tune when I'm writing songs, but I don't worry about that anymore. I just, I just, tr whatever it is that helps me get what's in my mind and in my heart out on paper, then I, I just go with it. And then afterwards, then I really try to focus on, on the music and, and come up with something that really does those lyrics justice. Okay. So you do what you do. You really concentrate on lyrics first. I think he said he yeah, goes, goes to come. Yeah. <laughs> and then probably you have yeah. to tweak it for each each thing. Yeah. I mean, it's probably a constant work in progress. So when you go back and you listen to your first album, what do you think? I oh, I mean, I like it, but I I will always have I mean, that's that's the curse of being the artist. You always have some regrets. Always something you you wish you would have done a little different or yeah. this line should have been this and and, but in the end, you know, I, I, I guess, you know, I try to let that go and it, it is what it is. And, you know, people seem to like that, but you know, the artist perfectionist part of me just, you know, always knows that there, there could have been something. So, but, but uh, the, the alternative to that is, is I know that's going to happen every time. So I just don't stress too much about it. I just know I will have regrets and that's it. So once it's done, it's done. So, you got to. We have that every day it. doing the show. What are you talking about? I mean, I, you know what? I do the show. I don't even remember what we talked about when I walk out the door. It's just the way I have to do it. So let's hear track number three is Roll My Way Again. What is that one about? Oh, it's just a song. I don't. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's just one of those songs that I, I, I started writing, had the idea for. And uh, as I started writing, I kind of got excited about it. I. I really focus on kind of the art and, and really saying something. And this was one of those tunes that was a little different for me. Uh, it kind of felt a little, uh, uh, 
how do I say it? Commercial is probably the wrong word, but something that, uh, that I, it felt like a radio tune and I ought to put it on here anyways. And I, I kind of like it. I think people seem to like it. So see what you think, Jamie. Okay. Let's hear it. Roll my way again. It was that sad smile that caught me by surprise. Suddenly it's six in the morning. You're watching the sunrise. And I'm so damn tired, but I can sleep when I get home. Cause we are on a roll. We are strangers stuck on different paths. Like two different trains rolling down two different tracks And I don't have the heart to watch this weekend roll to an end Won't you roll my way again? Just a couple of gypsies Rock stars in the lights Caught up in the glory of a Saturday night Somehow you're with me You spoke directly to my soul When you said to me, let's roll We are strangers Stuck on different paths Like two different trains Rolling down two different tracks And I don't have the heart to watch this and roll to an end But you roll my way again I hardly even know you Feel like I've always known you How I wish that I could always hold you On different paths, like two different trains rolling down two different tracks. And I don't have the heart to watch this weekend roll to an end. Won't you roll my way again? So did she? Did she roll your way again? I got to know what happened. <laughs> to be continued. Oh, man, that's so good. That's like such a, again, like it's just a beautiful story, but it's kind of sad. Like, like the story, obviously, you, I don't know if it's in your life or you're writing it about somebody else's, but it was just really, that was really cool. You're such a lyricist, Jared. Gosh. Well, I'll tell you, it was it was really fun to uh, to write these songs. And something else that was different on this album is this is the first studio album that I produced. You know, I was the guy. I was I was the producer, as well as the artist and the the vocalist and the musician and everything. So oh. it was it was really fun because I, I feel like I was really true to these songs. Every every song 
it, it's a little bit eerie how close the recordings resulted uh, compared to what was in my head when I wrote the songs. It's do, just do you produce them at all? You you mix them down and do the whole thing. So so I I do this this one I did at the studio in Nashville uh, along with some others and and everyone I'd worked with uh, on this album is someone I'd worked with before but you know no there's the the studio there's the engineers who do the recording there's the guy in the mixing but I'm right there every step of the way call, sort of calling the shots you know wow. and uh and make making the decisions and and that was a whole new level of stress <laughs> but uh <laughs> but it it was just uh it was pretty awesome. And it's kind of funny. It, while I was in the studio, it was uh, this. My, the other thing I, I guess maybe was a little different on this album is I just didn't care. Uh, meaning I, I really didn't. I just wanted this stuff to sound good to me. And I really wasn't worried about uh, the rest of the world. And uh, I just wanted to make something artistic and good. And uh, so I just try to be creative and then didn't really really scrutinize every decision that I made I guess yeah but that's when the true music happens is when you forget all of the commercial nonsense and you get down to the 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 root of the song that you're trying to make and it speaks to you as an artist you have to believe what you're saying and feel what you're saying and if it sounds like what you want it to sound like because you haven't worried about any other outside factors then it is the heart of you and you're able to communicate that. And that's what I love about the songs and the way you hear them is just the, the tone in your voice. Like you're just, you're in that moment when you're singing it. There were some instances. Thank you. There, there were some instances where, you know, I guess I sort of had writer's block when I was trying to, to put these songs together. And, uh, uh, what I did was just that sort of, uh, you know, just be honest, forget about all the other stuff, forget, forget who the audience is and just uh, sort of dig deep. And in some, some cases that was, you know, just pull the, the skeletons uh, out of the, out of the closet and, and, and write something, you know, just true and honest. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a song on there. Uh, I, I hate to tell you, you're probably going to cry at this one too, but <laughs> you know, I didn't, I wasn't, you know, it seems like a lot of the songs I'd, I'd written had sort of the positive twist to it. And I don't, I didn't feel that was always necessary. And I just, just wanted uh, to write, make something real. Beautiful Scars is, is one of those songs that I just sort of dug deep and just pulled a song out that I wasn't expecting. And uh, it turned out pretty cool, I think. Well, let's, uh, let's hear that right after we have to, we have to break for commercial here. And oh, gonna, come on, Glenn, stop doing business. I got a job to do over here. Uh, and then we'll play some beautiful scars. And also I really want you to think about, because you've been on the road a lot since we talked to you last, I want you to think about some of those funny moments you've had. We, we need to talk about some road stories. So we'll be right back. And I want to know if she rolls her way to you again. I mean, <laughs> my God, I need, I need answers. <laughs> This Nutrition Minute is brought to you by Kentucky Performance Products, the company that simplifies your search for research-proven nutritional supplements at kppusa.com. The horse that matters to you matters to Kentucky Performance Products. Researchers have confirmed that as horses age, they naturally become less sensitive to insulin and more susceptible to health problems caused by too much sugar in the diet. One way to reduce the sugar content in a horse's diet is to replace sugar-laden grains with a high-fat supplement. Fat is an extraordinary energy source. 
It is readily utilized by the horse and contains more than two times the calories of sugary grains. Equijule Stabilized Rice Bran is an excellent fat supplement. It contains a balanced calcium to phosphorus ratio and won't cause mineral imbalances when added to the diet. Its all-natural ingredients are high in healthy fat and fiber. Best of all, Equijule allows owners to easily replace the calories previously supplied by sugary grains. When you need to add healthy calories to your horse's diet, choose Equijule. To learn more, visit Kentucky Performance Products at kppusa.com. If you hear this song If you believe It's about you Well it wouldn't be right To reach out to you now But if you hear my voice I'll clear up any doubt I don't regret the love we made all those years ago If I could travel time You'd be the first place I would go Here's to willing hearts Fast cars And beautiful scars Mesmerized by your green lonely eyes Long, soft auburn hair Found you bitter and broken Jealous and jaded Thought we'd make the perfect pair And you said if we don't work out I swear And we'll run away together at least one night every year Here's to willing hearts Fast cars And beautiful scars Time to pick up where you left off. 
Here's to willing hearts, fast cars, and beautiful scars. That's a slow dance song right there. Everybody, come on out on the dance floor. We're going to bring it down a little bit. Let you lovers get out there and dance. And then you come out, and it's like the total heartbreak song. The hottest love had the coldest end. What a great line. (laughs) Oh, my God. Um, And I'm not crying because I'm mad at her for, like, treating you like that. Okay? I'm on your side. Oh. Get a little too involved. <laughs> thank, thank you. That wasn't the reaction I expected. That's a great one, though, man. That's that's awesome. Yeah, that was. Yeah, you know, you just got to live life, and uh, it all works out in the end. Yeah, but we've all had that one, men yeah. or women. It doesn't matter. We've all had that story right there. It's yeah. It's very uh, easy yeah. to relate to. And yeah. Again, I've just. I, I I think I was on the opposite end where the person peeling out of the driveway like i i it's better that they leave don't let him come back jared come on <laughs> so jared, gone. jared who was singing with you on that one uh that was jesse rose brassfield out of uh out of nashville there she's uh in a group with her husband called the brassfields they're pretty pretty entertaining you should check them out the brassfields well yeah we'll definitely check them out yeah that sounds like yeah. fun Speaking of being on the road, you've been on the road quite a bit since we talked to you last. You got some funny stories for us? There has to be something uh, that bizarre that's happened. You know, the stage struck by lightning, you know, during a song, things like People that. People flashing you during yeah, yeah, scars. Yeah, that's right, taking yeah. their tops off, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, man, I, a lot of that stuff is just embarrassing for me, and I try to block out anything embarrassing. Yeah, but happens. we're t- we're going to dredge it um, up now, and look, there'll be a future song in it for you, so I you mean, can thank you us toured, later. <laughs> you just toured in Europe. There's yeah. got to be some yeah. sort of, like, European women have a whole different thing than women in Pinedale, Wyoming, so come on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I don't, yeah, that was, that was, well, let me, let me tell you one, that I think the, the funniest things that usually happen are just things that happen that are self-inflicted like i just i forget the words but <laughs> when you're in a live setting you can't you can't uh you just gotta roll with it so often what time what i do is i just make up something else on the spot and uh usually 
the people in the audience maybe don't notice, but what happens is the band members behind me are usually falling over, crying, <laughs> usually <laughs> uh, laughing at something that came up. Um, yeah, pr- pretty pretty funny stuff there. Um, you know, oh boy, Ozzy I, Osbourne, yeah. because he took so many drugs, he had to have up and I think still in his performances, he has to have a uh, screen with the lyrics in front of him. A teleprompter. So <laughs> do we need to get you one of those? Yeah. Yeah, you know, I mean, it, yeah. You wrote some, bulls. Some I mean, sure feels like that. Yeah, there, there could be. You some rodeo. Head you have hit injuries. Yeah, 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 they, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Thanks for pointing that out. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Who are you folks, and what show is this again? <laughs> oh gosh, yeah. There you go. <laughs> so what well, was what was yeah. touring Europe like? What was it? What was that like for yeah. you? Oh, it was just really awesome. I just. Uh, you know, you forget, you kind of forget that you're not a total rock star when you're there. So. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was, it was really incredible to show up at a, at a show, uh, far, far away from home. Uh, the people speak predominantly a different language than you and you get there and start playing your own original songs and you look out and everyone is singing along. No way. That is a pretty pretty freaking cool feeling yeah um it's it's amazing how something you can write or something you can do can influence uh you know someone on the complete opposite side of the of the world i guess they're that kind was, of used pretty to surreal and pretty exciting feeling they're used to singing in english too because they listen to a lot of songs in english Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I remember stepping off the plane and the first thing I think I heard was Madonna on the radio <laughs> over the intercom. So yeah. yeah and this wasn't cool. 20 years it, ago. <laughs> yeah, no, no, this was <laughs> like in June. So, um, you know, and that's another funny story. Uh, a lot of the, the times that you're out playing shows, you can do everything, right. You can show up, you can book the show, you can do all the marketing, all the publicity, all the promotion and then you get there for this outdoor concert and then it's 27 degrees out and so like <laughs> nobody's there and this this happened to me at a at a place in Wyoming a huge 100th Labor Day celebration and we're just rocking the stage playing to like this garbage can and a fire hydrant <laughs> and that was that was it and and our fingers were freezing you could see your breath and and um, like keep rocking guys we only got 45 more minutes and <laughs> And then uh, all of a sudden, this I remember this car drives down Main Street and it spins around and it comes back and this couple gets out. And then we have a two-person audience for the remainder of the show. <laughs> Happened to be a couple German tourists. And that is how I ended up playing uh, in Europe. Really? Just because we rocked this rocked the stage to this fire hydrant for, for an hour. And they and knew then, uh, they, were, yeah. they were promoters or something from Germany? They 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 brought me out, yeah. Uh, brought me out for a private show, and then they brought a uh, uh, someone uh, who puts on music venues to those shows. And then I was so I've been a couple times now, wow. and each time it sort of just gets bigger and better. This year I had more shows and bigger shows. So uh, Jared so you Rogerson, you're like the David Hasselhoff now. <laughs> you're like huge in Europe. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to start calling no. you the Hoff. Better looking, though. Let's just say that. Uh, That's please, amazing. Please, please, no. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. So, kind of funny. 
Next, they'll be <laughs> yeah. surrounded by lifeguards in skimpy bikinis. That'll be his next <laughs> act in Germany. Oh, God. <laughs> David Hasselhoff. It was, wow. It was pretty cool there, though. I did get to ride horses in the Black Forest uh, oh, cool. several times. And, and uh, yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. Different because uh, I was riding one day, and we went out in this open field and just, like, you know, turned her loose, just Mach 90 as fast as we could go. And I was not enjoying myself because you cannot do that in Wyoming. You just open up in some field. There will be some badger hole out there that will do you <laughs> in. And and so I was really just not having fun because I knew I was going to die at any moment. And uh, I never did. And then as I started looking around, there were no badger holes. There was nothing to, to fall in. It was pretty incredible. What kind of horses <laughs> were you riding in the Black Forest? I, I, one day I rode a, what was called a Swiss army horse, which I think was really like the knife. Yeah, that's horse. what I was thinking. Yeah. Does that have little yeah, parts that pull out? Like, <laughs> yeah. Can this, can this horse open a bottle of wine? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I, I think I'd cracked a joke like that and I don't think anybody got it, but, um, <laughs> we think you're funny. Okay. <laughs> And then, uh, and then I rode uh, quarter horses, quarter horse thoroughbred mix horses uh, on another day. So, wow, that's yeah, super cool. it was a lot of fun. Well, yeah, I definitely, time. I, I, I the, I'm going to tie this together because I think a dead gallop when you're going through the forest, thinking you're going to step into a badger or a gopher hole at any moment, this leads us right to the song track number eight, "Feel Alive." You feel the fear in the canyon In the pouring rain It gets so cold up here this time of year And the mountain can make you a king And a pond at the very same time So you promise God that you give anything To make it out of here You really live could really die That's how it feels To feel alive So you wipe that scared look off your face And keep riding down the trail Fighting timber and mud, raging river and slippery stone. There's a flash of light on the canyon wall. Help falls from the sky to you down below. Washing out the trail that leads you home. 
really live when you could really die. That's how it feels to feel alive. Shelter in slow motion, but it's motion that feeds your heart's desire. Though you covet warmth from the hidden sun, it's times like this that you burn with, burn with fire. That's how it feels to feel alive. That's how it feels to feel alive. You really live when you could really die. That's how it feels Okay, if that is not in a Quentin Tarantino movie in the future, I don't know where I'm going to hear that. <laughs> Holy cow. That, I love like a dark kind of creepy sounding song. So that was really cool. And it tied right into your story about galloping through the trails, the Black Forest. <laughs> like yeah, that's uh, that's a definitely, a, you know, a horse. You know, I, I know you wouldn't have had me on if I didn't have any horse songs. So that's my <laughs> my horse song for the album. You know, Jared and I had a talk uh, on Facebook because he, his wife listens to some other person. I was like, yeah, but he doesn't write songs about horses. And Jared had the audacity to say, don't you think there's enough songs about horses? And I was like, <laughs> excuse me, have you met me or anybody that I'm friends with? Or no, any of our never. listeners? <laughs> yeah, you can never have too many. And that's your next song right there. You can never have too many, too many songs about horses. There you go. Or you can never have oh, too many horses. One or the other goes. Yeah, that's true too. They go hand in hand. <laughs> yeah, I want to hear a song about being a horse husband and the tor- turmoil that invokes. We need a horse like, husband. Yeah, we're song. gonna have to. I, I can tell I'm gonna have some co-writers for the next album. This is gonna be good. <laughs> we'll come down to Nashville. We'll join you in the studio for a while. <laughs> now, J- Jared, I actually J- because I've like all, loved all these songs so far. I just went on to jaredrogerson.com and there's a store right there where you can buy all of Jared's albums. And I didn't realize we had you had five. You've had five albums so far. Your was the Bad mm-hmm. Hay your first one. Yeah, that was a, a home recording that I did that sort of uh, sort of helped me get started. Yeah, and then the, the others were the studio recordings. So the Bad Hay is for the true fan. You buy that one last. <laughs> gotcha. It wasn't studio. It was self-recorded and produced. And then there's Peace, yeah. Love, and Horses, which is like my theme song for life. Uh, then there's Dirt, 
heaven and then the new one is branch of the tree. Now, if you go to jaredrogerson.com, you can go to the store and like I just did, click on it, PayPal link, buy it, ship it. Even with shipping 20 bucks for the actual CD with the art, which I think is so special to still be able to buy an actual CD you can hold in your hand. I, I've, I've always been kind of a, a fanatic about stuff like that. So I just went on and bought it. You guys, it's very easy to do. Can Again, jaredrogerson.com. Can you tell us about the cover? I mean, it's pretty self-explanatory, yeah. but who did it? Uh, so, yeah, so I was like I said, involved in every, every bit of the process. Um, I, the, the photo was taken by a good friend of mine and she did the photos for the other albums as well, including peace, love and horses, Tara Bolgiano for blushing crow studio, very talented. Uh, she, we went down to this uh, little place here in Wyoming that I've had my eye on for years, this old, old house with boarded up windows. And, and you just look at that and you know, there's a story there. There's history. And I thought it went perfect with sort of the theme of the album. And uh, we went out there and, and snapped a photo, and uh, she had the idea for sort of the uh, the double exposure with the, the branch of the trees sort of all over my face. Looks like a skeleton, kind of cool. And uh, and then I did, uh, so she put those together, and then I did the artwork for the, the rest of the album, all the all the layout and fonts and some, some art on the inside. So yeah, it was... It was kind of cool a, f- a few years back. I, I I wouldn't have been able to do this, but it's amazing the sort of the the things you pick up as a as an independent musician. To you know, I mean, graphic design was not something I planned on doing. <laughs> See, Glenn, you can teach an old dog new tricks. Okay, <laughs> proud of you, Jared. <laughs> Thank you. Um, Thank you. Now we've got one more song that I we're going to play. Old dogs just get tired quicker. That's all right there. <laughs> I mean, we just get tired easily. That's what it is. It's sure. true. Well, and you guys maybe... with kids, you're tired all the time. So there's just no break from that. Uh, Jared, by the way, is your four-year-old in school yet? No, no. Well, no. yeah. Uh, preschool, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. A couple, couple of days a week. Yeah. yeah, it counts. But let me tell you something. When they go to school full-time, I mean, your six-year-old is in school, probably in first grade. It is great. I'm like all this free time. And then when he comes home, I'm super happy to like engage with him because all my work is done as opposed to trying to get your work done while they're home. Did you guys find that? Well, I should be asking your wife this. Let's be honest. Yeah, you should be. But (laughs) every, every every time I'm home, I'm, uh, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's time to put all that stuff down and just hang out with the kids. And they're just so fun. Uh, everything's an adventure. Everything is brand new. So yeah, I love it. You're definitely giving them a, giving them an interesting and exciting life out there. Nothing boring about the way they're growing up. So it is great. Your wife and I had a discussion about coating our children in mud and letting them play and we shared photos and, um, (laughs) (laughs) she, she, she had as almost as good ones that I did. So I love it. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't Um, know this. That's awesome. Yeah, I'd be uh, a little sorry. concerned that they're talking, period, to be honest, Jared. I don't tell y'all everything. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, tell us about I Could Use a Song. So if you haven't gathered, we love animals, horses and all animals sort of in general. Uh, they're just, just fun. We we've, we've have dogs, and uh, we have several dogs, and, and uh, sort of accidentally got into the uh, – the breeding of service dogs. 
That's something that my wife has been doing for a few years, I guess five years now. And um, she she ended up um, getting getting in, or I guess was approached by uh, some um, veterans who have PTSD, and they this one guy we'll call him Joe because that's his name. And he had a grant through Wounded Warrior Project to uh, get a service dog and get it trained. And so I started looking into uh, into this, and there's actually all kinds of cool videos on YouTube about things that they can do with service dogs to help those uh, war veterans who, who need a little extra help just to uh, continue life normally because of the traumatic experiences they've been in. And not only to have a dog as a companion, but uh, maybe go in the house, turn on the lights for them, um, make sure the coast is clear, those kind of things. And so one of our dogs went uh, to, to go do that. And I learned a lot about it in the process and uh, ended up writing a song. And I will say, as, as sort of the country music artist, I sort of get approached about playing patriotic songs all the time. And I don't usually do that because I, I see a lot of these, country acts i'm not going to name any names that'll go out and do a live show and play a trashy song about a girl drunk girl on the back of a tailgate and cut off jeans and then as soon as the song's over they'll say we love our troops and they'll get this huge applause and uh to me that's you know putting your putting your life on the line or sacrificing your life for your country is is a little more sacred than trying to get a cheap applause so i've always steered away from that but then when I got the idea for for this song and this story and, and sort of bringing uh, more awareness about the subject of PTSD and what some of these uh, men and women go through, that to me is patriotic and that's something I can get behind. And that is what I could use a song is about. Well, we're gonna... so, so I was going to start naming names of people that have written songs about drunk girls in the back of their truck wearing short shorts, but the list is way too long. I mean, it is every country song now out there. It's easier to come up with a list of those who haven't. <laughs> yeah, because it, it would be much shorter, yeah. Well, we're going to play this show out with this. Thank you so much again, Jared, for joining us. It's jaredrogerson.com. He has some upcoming shows. I see you're playing in Bozeman on uh, Friday, October the 11th. All the details are there, and you can buy all of his music there as well. Thanks again. We really appreciate you joining us. We're going to play this song, and we're not even going to clap for it at the end, okay? So, so, Okay. All right, good. Love you. Mean it, Jared. Thank you so much for coming on. We appreciate it. Pretty love song To take me back to you And the life that we knew Visit places long gone I could use a song I could use some cash Cold hard cash Make it dirty, make it clean As long as it's green I'd rise from the ash 
if I had some cash I could use a knife A razor sharp knife To cut out the anguish, the fear and the strife And get back my life I could use a knife a friend Just one true friend The kind that won't judge me from where I've been or thoughts in my head I could really use a friend And we could share a smoke A nice long talk Long since quit, I must admit, if I wasn't so broke, I'd finance a smoke. Yeah, I could use some joy, some peace and some joy, and some love and some hope at the end of my rope when I was a boy. I found some joy I can use a prayer A sincere, humble prayer Speak right out loud To whoever might hear Not sure if I dare I could use a prayer I'd pray for a dog A well-trained, loyal dog I can groom He'll hit the lights and check the rooms When I'm stuck in this fog Wish I had a dog I could use a ride A bulletproof ride To take me far away From this war I still fight Now it's only in my mind I could use a song A pretty love song To take me back to you The life that we knew Visit places long gone I could use a song 